helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. PSA, there is six days until Christmas. I am losing my mind. The hangry girls are ready to eat our entire body weight in Christmas dinner. Are you ready, Danielle? I am ready for the roast beast. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard it called that before. That's amazing. Really? That's the Grinch does. So your family does roast beef for Christmas dinner? So we are going to be doing a roast beef dinner. I typically go back to Louisiana, and this is the first time that I will not be spending Christmas in Louisiana. I'm going to be spending (sighs) it. Still, I'll be spending it with my brother, sister-in-law, and my mom here, but... Yeah, it'll just be a smaller dinner, which is, you know, which is fine. But we're going to be doing the roast beef. I'm excited. I know this is going to be a different holiday or different Christmas than most, but I'm determined to make it like the most fun ever. Like with my family, we usually do the like Watt family drinking game, but solely with like my immediate family. And you just like take bets on the crazy things that your grandma, your aunts and your uncles are going to say. So it's like a drinking game within yourself, right? That's hilarious. So we're going to have to figure out how to do a Watt family drinking game on Zoom this year. Like how many times does your mom say to like brush your hair or something like that? How many? No, this is it. (laughs) This is what I always bet on. How many times will your grandma or grandpa point out the holes in your jeans and say, did you pay extra for those holes in your jeans? Honey, you look homeless. (laughs) Do you want me to patch them up for you? Are you making enough at work? Every time. As a matter of fact, my grandpa did text me that in Mardi Gras, they had printed out a picture of the morning mix and put it on a float. And I was so excited. I'm like, my face is on a banner. So I took a picture and I sent it to my grandpa. He didn't even say one thing about the picture. He just pointed out my jeans and said, I thought they were paying you enough to uh, get jeans that were not from Salvation Army. I'm like, first of all, rude. I like to thrift. Second of all, this is called fashion. Look it up. Fashion. In any case, we are so excited. Six days till Christmas. I already started making Christmas cookies, so I already started eating them. And I know we'll have them at least through the next new year. And then maybe we'll start working out. I don't know. Who's to say? Is one of your goals in 2021, Danielle, to start going on as many dates as possible? Um, uh, yes, that's definitely my goal. I've already started, so. <laughs> <laughs> you started early? Yeah, I'm over COVID and... and- Starting to date. <laughs> no, we're fine. Got those antibodies ready yeah, to go exactly. out on these Let's dates. Go. So if one of your New Year's resolutions is you want to get out there more, maybe now that the vaccine is coming out, you feel a little bit safer going out to restaurants and trying new places. We want to help you out. Like we are here to support your love life in any way that we can. And the best way that Danielle and I can think to do this is to use our hangry Houstonians brilliant foodie mind to give you some great date night recommendations like we do every single week. Danielle, what's our first stop this week? So our first two stops are going to be from Chris Shepard. Chris Shepard is James Beard Award winning chef. We've talked about him before on the show. And we really, I mean, we'll always kind of talk about him and like come back around to his restaurants because they are just so great. This week, his restaurant One Fifth, which is a really cool concept, one fifth, it changes their concept every year. He's had the restaurant lease for five years and every single year changes the menu. So one year it's like Mediterranean food. One year it's like Southern food. And so this is the last year on the lease and it is now being changed to Southern comfort for the last like month of the year. No way. Yeah. So the fact that he changed it to Southern Comfort Food, I'm like, Chris, you're literally talking to my spirit. This kind of stresses me out, though, that it changes so often because knowing my luck, I would look at the menu one day and be like, oh, 
I'm so excited for this Italian food. And then he'd change the menu the next day. I feel like I'd have to rush because Chris Shepard's food is so amazing. I feel like I'd have to try every single genre, I guess, of food that comes in. Well, you have, typically you have a year. So, but yes, this last part of it is you only have a few weeks to get this last Southern Comfort. So I don't know if he will extend it or what's going on come January. Right. But it is really cool that he has started this Southern Comfort menu up and ready to go to go this month. Do you know what it was before Southern Comfort? It, it was Mediterranean. So it was Mediterranean, I believe, like the first or second year. Okay. And so the past like month or two, it's been Mediterranean. I think he kind of like went back to right. to his like OGs, right? Like old faithfuls, like everyone loved the <laughs> Mediterranean. So like before it was done, like we wanted your Mediterranean back and stuff. Right. And so now it's like it, there was a a year that it was Gulf Coast, so I think now this is like Southern Comfort is like his homage to Gulf Coast. Okay, that, that's pretty cool. So do you know what kind of Southern Comfort options he has on the menu? Yeah, so some of the more popular dishes that he has listed on the menu are blackened redfish, charred Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. braised oxtail, dirty rice, which... Dirty rice, growing up in my family, I mean, we ate dirty rice at least once what a week. What is dirty rice? Dirty rice has, like, ground beef in it and okay. also, like, ground sausage. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it and, sounds like, there's amazing. not, like, a lot of sauce. There might be, like, a little... I, I've actually never made it myself now that I'm thinking about it. Um, my mom has always made it. My mom's probably listening to this, like, Lord Jesus, I've never taught this girl how to actually cook. She just knows how to eat. But it has, like, just meat and rice. I mean, it is, it's very, very simple southern food, but it is, like, slap your grandma good. So they have that. They have crab stuffed jalapenos. And they have a gnocchi on the menu, which I, wow. you know me, I'm like. Love gnocchi. Love me some gnocchi. So I'm super excited to try out Chris Shepard's new one-fifth menu, Southern Comfort. Well, I feel like the Southern Comfort food is what you want to check out before the end of the year because typically like southern comfort food can be kind of like heavy you know i would want to eat all of the heavy food before the start of the new year like god forbid you have a workout on your new year's resolution. i want all the comfort food right now i mean it's cold outside you were saying yesterday you were like it's 60 degrees it's myself. cold yeah she was myself. like this is not me i was like i didn't realize once you moved to the south that your blood thins out very quickly if you are a transplant like i am and you moved from somewhere cold let me know if I'm just a wimp or if your blood thinned out too. Okay, have you actually been inside this restaurant though when I it have, was yes, what, Mediterranean? It's beautiful. Okay, so one fifth used to be a church. Okay. And so the architecture alone is just like stunning. And you walk in, it kind of has like the cathedral ceilings. Oh. You know, so it's like a great atmosphere. So when we're talking date nights, like like this is beautiful yeah so good i would love to check this out what kind of food was it when you went i've been to the mediterranean before and i went to gulf coast as well okay okay well now we gotta go to southern i know i might i know it's like just open up i'm like chris like let's get me a rezzo like we gotta get the gnocchi that's all i want now i know right (laughs) okay i don't know how you're gonna top that because i'm picturing this beautiful cathedral but you said the second spot for date night spots was also a chris shepherd it is a chris shepherd spot it is georgia james and i wanted to talk about them because Jesse, they are doing a Christmas dinner. Every year they pick a Christmas movie, okay? And they do a dinner surrounding the movie. Uh Uh-huh. What Christmas movie do you think they picked this year? Okay, by the look on your face, I'm going to guess Grinch. You would be cool, bro. No way! That is actually so cool. Did your heart just grow three sizes? Your heart grew three sizes. Literally, yes. Yes, and my waistline. Because I want to try all this food. (laughs) Some of the dishes that they have are the Cindy Lou Who salad. 
a brisket who hash, a roast beef. And I mean, like, how funny and punny is that? Like, and I'm sure, number one, the food is delicious because let's be real, it's Chris Shepard. Like, what he touches turns to gold. And so you're able to pre-order these meals and it comes with instructions and a QR code, like how to prepare it. They have it prepared and then you just, you know, pop it in the oven. You're like, baby, look, I just cooked you a (laughs) loo hash, you know, right? So it's really, really cool. And then in the box comes a video of Chris Shepard and his staff reading The Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay, wait a minute. So funny. This is like the cutest thing I've ever heard. Whole video. Creative. So creative. Like, cheers to his PR team, which is his fiance. So. Is it really? Yes. Lindsay Brown. So adorable. Oh, I know. They're like power, power couple. Look at that. Take over Houston, please. I I was going to say, just knowing all the things that you've told me about Chris Shepard and his restaurants, it really just seems like it's not only about the food, but the experience and the creativity that goes behind it. It's never just, we're going for good food. It's, we're going because he's going to change the menu next year and we want to try what this is. And we're going to listen to him read me how the Grinch told Christmas. Like, okay. Yeah. And then we're also going because he is just a philanthropist in the restaurant community. Yeah. Actually, uh, David Chang, who is another famous chef, just went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And he went on to support the Southern Smoke Foundation, which... Chris Shepard started, and that foundation gives relief money for industry workers, for restaurant industry. And David Chang won a million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No way. For the Southern Smoke Foundation. So I know that Chris Shepard is going to be taking care of a ton of restaurant workers, which is just like, obviously, that makes my heart grow three more sizes. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right, Danielle, give us our last spot for date night spots. Last spot is going to be a new restaurant off of Post Oak Boulevard area. It is going to be the King Ranch Texas Restaurant. So going to be a little change up. This is a new restaurant. And when we hear King Ranch, we think of like the pickup truck, the King Ranch. I mean, this is like very Texas. And so this is a restaurant that has like homegrown Texas ranch meats, but also like fresh seafood and locally sourced produce. And they're featuring like all these kind of things like round steak, barbacoa tacos, smoked brisket cases. So King Ranch fried quail, blackened redfish, and a smoked brisket pimento grilled cheese. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'm just really hungry. I should always eat before we do these shows because starving. Say the last one again because that one caught my attention. Smoked brisket pimento grilled cheese. I'm not a big pimento person. My parents are. But honestly, the smoked brisket has my mouth watering. So I'm here for it. I'd try it. That sounds so amazing. I definitely try it. You know what I love about when you tell me the good things on the menu is that if I were to go on a date night, I wouldn't have to look up the menu beforehand. Like, I could just listen to the show and be like, what does Danielle tell me to get? Honestly, I was just like, look at the menu. I'm like, man, that oh, that makes my mouth water. I want to try that for sure. Like, that beef cheek barbacoa taco, like, mm. Say less. Seriously. <laughs> we are so excited to welcome a new friend onto our show. Coming up after the break, we are welcoming Sherry, who is the co-creator of Whoville, which is the Houston pop-up exhibit, Christmas decorations, all things Houston. Danielle and I got the chance to go, and we can't wait to share our experience and all the cool things that they have going on coming up next. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. We are so 
so pumped to welcome a new friend onto the show this week. Joining us on the phone for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry is Sherry Hendrinos, who is the co-creator of Whoville in downtown Houston. Hi, Sherry. Hey, ladies. How are y'all? We are doing well. We are so excited. Danielle and I got to check out Whoville this past week. We've been seeing pictures online, and we've been talking about going for so long. So we were so pumped when we were able to go and see what you have because there's so many pop-ups around Houston right now. And if I'm being honest, a lot of them are really similar. And when I look at them, Whoville is the one that stands out that's totally different concept than any other restaurant, bar, pop-up that's in Houston right now for Christmas. Thank you. Yeah, we tried to just make it family-friendly. You guys came in, you said we had the Joe Cone. Right. And I think that's what a lot of things are missing, is maybe just also being able to include children. Because I don't want to take the kids to a bar, right? But they're definitely want to go see Santa. And unfortunately, due to COVID, there's just been so many fun family things that aren't happening, you know, right now this year. So we had this idea. Obviously, COVID came around. And we're like, how can we still make this fun and safe and just get out of the house for a little bit that where people feel actually comfortable? You know, and that was a goal of ours. So how do you even explain Whoville to people? Because you're right. It's not a bar and it's not a restaurant. You guys do serve the dough cones, which, by the way, amazing. It was the first time I've ever had one. (laughs) Because fun fact, Sherry is also from uh, my hometown of Detroit. So what up, girl? (laughs) Hey, what up, what up, (laughs) girl? So how do you even explain Whoville to people who are thinking about going? Because when I read about it online, it's like, oh, it's an immersive exhibit about Houston, which is one of a kind. But I'm not even sure how to give the space that you guys have created justice with words. I always say there's 12 different stops along the way. But what we did is have 12 different stops where you can take photos of your family safely. And it's everything from the night before Christmas, Houston style. I'm sure you guys reread the book that we wrote to Santa's sleigh flying over Astroworld with an astronaut pulling him with the Christmas lights. So we tried to make different things really cool, and every set has a Houston tie-in somehow. And I love that it's still safe. Like, there was the plexiglass between Santa, whereas, like, I was able to take a picture, and I felt safe in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say about the plexiglass. I mean, some parents are even like, can Santa, can the kids sit on his lap? And the answer is, unfortunately, no. But we did want to protect Santa and the kids. You know, it goes both ways, right? Yeah, of course. We put the black touchless hand sanitizing stations at every single stop. So you can just push the pedal on the floor and the sanitizer comes out. And then we also, as you guys probably noticed, each set is completely separate from the other ones. And of course, as you go from set to set, you have to wear a mask. But if you are taking a photo, you can pull it down, smile for the camera and put it back up when you want to move on. You guys, what I really want to do right now, just for everyone that's listening to the show that maybe hasn't had an opportunity to go to Whoville yet, I just want to give them a really clear picture of what it looks like because I really do think it's one of those things that you kind of have to see to believe. So, like, Danielle, you go first. Pick your favorite photo op that we went to. Just try and close your eyes and picture it as she's describing it. Well, I think for me, because I am such a big Grinch fan, that it was the green room that says, you're a mean one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that to me, I was like, I don't care what it costs. I have to take a picture in that booth. Like, I have to. And the fact that there was a Grinch walking around, I just wanted to quote the movie the entire time. And I just thought it was so punny that we're Houston and it's Hughville. Like, it's, I just thought it's so funny totally. that y'all put that two and two together. So, 100%, that was my money shot. I sent the pictures straight to my parents. They were like, shocker that you would take that picture. So, if you're closing your eyes and picturing the room, 
Picture a room where the floors and the walls are all green carpet. It almost looks like a place that Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street would live. And there's a big neon light up green sign that says you're a mean one. Super cute for your Instagram. Sherry, what is your favorite spot in Whoville? So I think I have two. So the one I love is the life-size toy shelf because I think just everyone loves sitting on the toy shelf. We have six foot tall bears with Rockets jerseys on and it's such a cool photo op. So I've seen couples, kids, you know, families. That's definitely one of my favorite. The other one made with the city hall, right? When you walk in and see the big Whoville tree in the middle, yeah. that's I think one of my other favorite stops because it just is like our Houston city hall, of course, who style. And it's just our own spin on everything. Everything's original. Everything was made right here in Houston, Houston people, Houston artists, Houston creators. I think that's super cool. Do you know what they created all of this with? Because there's one room specifically that's baseball themed. You were showing us that <laughs> yeah. everything that was on the outside of it was made with like real baseballs. Yep. That's our Astro themed gingerbread house. But we actually literally drilled real baseballs into those <laughs> walls. And every single piece of candy you see on that couch, we hand glued on. So nothing was like store bought here. Everything was literally made for the set. Holy crap. Okay, so how long did this actually take to set up in full? So we had about 15 days, and I'd say it was about 14 hours a day, so over 200 hours. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine, like, the planning that goes into this. And it turns out so beautiful because when I think about creating something like this, I always think of the Pinterest Instagram versus reality when you see something and it just ends up kind of looking like, Oh boy, this was homemade. Your Whoville is the before picture. It's the Pinterest picture. It's the Instagram worthy everything. You genuinely feel like you are in Whoville, but everything has this little Houston touch to it. It's just so beautifully put together. So how did you even get the idea to create this? Okay, so that's the funniest part is I was actually talking to one of my business partners. I was just saying like, you know, I do see a lot of pop-ups, right? Like you said. And I was just like, there's nothing that really pays homage to the city. Why isn't there anything like that? You know, everything is cool. It's fun. It's We have a great time, right? Going to Santa. But I'm like, why isn't anything Houston version? Because people love Houston. You know, Houston's strong. My first hurricane is when I lived in Houston. And I just feel like Houston's such a strong city, especially when people need to come together. I thought... Why not pay homage to that? Why not highlight those things? I think it's really cool that you guys are paying homage to the city because when you look at these pop-up bars that I'm seeing everywhere on Instagram and Twitter, they look really cool, but there's nothing that I would say, oh, that's in Houston, Texas. I know exactly where that is. But when you see a picture in the space that you guys have created in Whoville, you know exactly what it is. And it's in the details, not something that jumps out at your face. It's you see something and you go, Oh, my God, that really is Santa's sleigh flying over Astroworld, and there's definitely an astronaut. <laughs> I think that is so amazing. Oh, thank you. I love that part, too. The original idea, to be honest with you, ladies, is flying over the Houston skyline. They were like, well, everyone does that, you know? Yeah. And that's where it came with NASA, the astronaut tie-in, you know, and you see the lights coming out of the 3D painting, because that was hand-painted as well by a local artist. And that was just the coolest thing. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's play Astro World in here. Let's make it NASA. 
and it would just be a very cool tie-in to something different than the normal skyline we see all the time. I think it's just really cool that you're incorporating the best of both worlds, right? Like, people want to celebrate Christmas, but they also want to, like, pay homage to the city. So, like, if you're incorporating both of those, I think that's just, I don't know, it's just the best of both worlds. I love it. I do, too, and I think that everyone has their own favorite room. Like, a bakery where the Love You Blue Donuts are, the number 99, obviously, JJ Watt, you know, just all those little details when we remake the bakery menu all tied into Houston were pretty cool. Yeah, and Sherry, I also wanted to bring this up and commend you guys for doing something different than a lot of places around Houston. You guys did this past week on December 17th a sensory-friendly day for kids with cognitive issues like autism, correct? Yes, we actually did that on Thursday, and it was amazing. It was free. Santa was there. The dough cone even made hot chocolate without dairy in it because a lot of children that may have special needs can I have dairy. We did turn down the music. There was no flashing lights. So we actually really did edit some of the sets so that the kids would be able to come and have a really good time and just enjoy themselves at something. So it was amazing. Sherry, this makes my heart so happy that you would even (laughs) think to do something like this because it really is hard for parents who have kids with any sort of cognitive issues to be able to go and enjoy things like Santa. I mean, think about how crazy the mall is with the noise and the lights and there's so many people. And for them to be able to go in a place where it's not loud and there's not all these lights going on and they can just have the normal experiences that everyone else gets to do is so amazing. And the fact that you guys thought of all those little details like the dairy, that's not even something that would have crossed my mind. And that's not something I have heard any other place around Houston that I know of anyways, doing around the holidays is doing something that number one is a free event. And number two, that is such a a good time. It's from 1130 a.m. to 230 p.m. Thank you guys seriously so much for doing this. Is there anything else special about the specific day that we should know about? Yeah, we have Cubby Love Bears. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's a local business, Cubby Love Bears. And a local mother who was a teacher before created bears. And we gave away 10 bears that help communicate. So for nonverbal children, the bear actually helps them communicate with their parents and speaks to their parents. So they can like press the ear and it says, I'm hungry. Or they can press their arm and it says, I'm sleepy. And so that's something we did give away too, just as a raffle for free. So everything was free. Thanks to just people in the community that partnered up to host that day. I mean, I don't even know what else to say. That is so incredible that you guys have thought of all these details and so many amazing things that are free to families. So if you guys are looking for anything fun to do on the weekend, this is going on until what day? The 23rd. And then we close down for the year and I get to catch up on some sleep. So I'm very (laughs) excited to just have, you know, everyone come out. But I will tell y'all, it's just been amazing. The response has been amazing. And we're really excited to make it even bigger next year. And looking for maybe even an indoor outdoor venue i just never trust houston weather so (laughs) hopefully yeah and of course as you know we're operating at 40 percent. so when y'all did come by it was not very full at all and that's how we are operating to make sure everyone can stay safe and comfortable i mean we felt completely safe the whole time which was amazing because you also as the instagram girls announced there's like less people to fight for instagram pictures like you didn't have to wait in line to get the, the good background and Sherry, how do people go online and get tickets for this event? Well, you can just go to hou-bill.com. Everything's right on there. And Santa will be there. And when you do get your ticket, you get a free hot cocoa from the dough cone, which those are amazing. And we even have Whoville swag. So I don't know if I even got to tell you ladies this, but 
all of the swag and merch sold in the store is actually going towards helping us buy gifts and presents to adopt families this Christmas. So if you do come by, please stop in the store, grab a hoodie, grab a stocking stuffer. It'll help us buy stuff for someone else. And then what's the location? Because, Danielle, you actually had to help me find it a little bit. It's downtown. And what's the building that it's in? So it's actually in the Revention Music Center, but it's in 40 Below. So I tell everyone just to go to the theater district parking. 511 Rusk takes you right to that parking garage, and you don't even have to be outside. You walk right in from where you park. Perfect. This pop-up is seriously one of a kind. If y'all are looking for something fun to do during the week on the weekend, this is a must-do. The Grinch is there. Santa's there. Dough cones, hot cocoa. I mean, what more could you ask for? Sherry, thank you so much for coming on and joining us and talking about Whoville. Thank you. So good to see you guys. And, you know, you'll have to come to the next one, so I'll keep you in the loop. Now, of course, after Danielle and I get all family-friendly on you, we are getting ready to go about you bar hopping after the break, so don't go anywhere. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Danielle, you know how they say that the biggest bar night of the year is the day before Thanksgiving? Do they say that? You didn't know that? Wait, the night before Thanksgiving? Ours is always back in Baton Rouge. Everyone goes out the night of Thanksgiving. It's like a reunion in the city. Okay, yeah, so... Okay, yeah, so technically the biggest bar night of the year across, like, the entire United States is the night before Thanksgiving because it's when everyone is home for the holidays, and basically it's you go to your hometown local bar and you see everyone from your high school that you haven't seen since graduation. Do you like those nights or do you not? I mean, I feel like you're badass, like, you're hot. Like, so (laughs) you can go into the bar and you're like, I have my stuff together, and, like, sorry, Sally Joe, that doesn't. I actually have never gone out for the biggest bar night of the year because I always had to do the Thanksgiving Day Parade the next morning, so I had to be up at like three. That's because you're a boss babe, and yeah, so everyone you else have a real job. Drunk, I was like, mm, I'm going to bed. But I would like to make an argument that I think the biggest bar night of the year comes around Christmas time because to me, Christmas is a little bit more stressful than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's one day, one night, good food. Christmas is Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then you have that like fuzzy period until New Year's Eve. And and it's not just about the food. It's about the presents and the gift exchanges and wrapping it and then spending so much time with your family on Zoom that you have to resort to alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I was on Zoom with my family last night. You you know I was. (laughs) We did a gift exchange on Zoom last night, like 2020. So as we're getting closer to Christmas, six days. I think, in my personal opinion, we are coming up on one of the biggest bar nights of the year. The great thing about bars right now, too, is that they have so many Christmas-themed drinks. There's stockings hung up everywhere. I love seeing the Christmas decorations. You don't see that for Thanksgiving, do you? No, you don't. And it's always fun to, like, find those bars that are going to go all out for Christmas. And you're like, I can take a picture here. I can get a really cool, fun drink here. Right? So, again, I'm just I'm just adding to my argument that I swear to God, Christmas is the bigger bar time than Thanksgiving. In my personal opinion, don't at me. I'm just saying. So I'm excited for Bayou Bar Hopping this week because I need some new places to check out that have Christmas drinks and that have Christmas decorations so I can get ready for my family Zoom call that is bound to be an absolute disaster. <laughs> Danielle, what's our first spot on Bayou Bar Hopping this week? Our first spot is going to be one of Jesse and my favorite places. We talked about it before. It's Present Company. They are super festive, whether it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas. I feel like they're just festive and they're doing it right. They have an entire menu dedicated towards alcoholic beverages 
to get you lit. That's all that matters. when I say lit, I mean like you're like a lit, like, you know, like the tree lit. So tree lit. tree lit. Tree lit. And then like, you know, and your brain lit. You're going to get a little jingled up. That's for sure. Exactly. Jesse and I went there the other night to try out some of their cocktails that they have on the Let's Get Lit menu. They have five different cocktails. We tried a few of them. They're really so good. freaking good. It's not just that they were like normally good, but they were Christmassy good. Right? Like amazing. What was your favorite one? Um, I think my favorite one was the Nightmare Before Coffee. Okay, this one was cool, not just because of the drink, but as <laughs> as Instagram people, we love that on top of that drink itself was an actual picture of the Nightmare Before Christmas thing. Like the it was edible, figures. right? Yeah, it was edible. I didn't eat that part. I just drank it. But <laughs> I kind of like let that like hang in the background, but it right. was super cute. cute. What was actually in it? It's rum, a haven, coconut. There's water rum, light rum, coconut milk. Pandan syrup, cinnamon, Irish cream, and coffee foam. Yum. Anything with like Irish cream and coffee foam, like I'm in. Oh, that was so cute. Okay, my favorite one. I think it was the first one. It the Buddy came, and the Elf. Yes, Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Exactly. It came in a little, um, like it looks like a Christmas bulb that you would find on a Christmas tree, but it's like a big thing with a, a swirly, twirly straw in it. Like I was five, but drinking. Yeah, and it had spice, pear liqueur, cranberry liqueur, orange juice, applejack, and mead. Did you taste all those flavors in there? Uh, Yeah, and it was strong, and I loved it. That is so, so that funny. Was, I think, probably the most fruity one on the menu. I love there's also the cotton-headed ninny muggle. It's a house-made butter beer, coconut oil, and new Amsterdam gin. It was really good. I, I tried that one as well. That it one had, came warm. It was warm, yes. Yeah, It I was like warm that. and had, like, the whipped cream on top. It came in the Santa mug. Yeah, it was really cute. And I know a lot of people like butter beer. That's like a Harry Potter thing, I think. Not a big Harry yes, Potter person, yes, but yeah. that is. Yep, butterbeer. Okay. So, yeah, so if you're looking for butterbeer and something that's a warm drink, that would be a really good option. What else do they have? They also had, we loved the shots that were the Boot Scootin' Boogie. They're $7. They're Telemore Dew, Pumpkin Puree, Maple Syrup, Coconut Milk, Vanilla Almond Extract, Pumpkin Spice, Coconut Whipped Cream. And they come in these little shot glasses. One is like an elf boot and one is a Santa boot. And we just, you know... Toss back. those back. They're actually, they're really sweet, but they're thick. Like they're creamy with the pumpkin puree and there's a little bit of um, whipped cream on top. So they're really easy to take. They were sweet, but just know, because I know some people are really weird about like the consistency of like rum chata and things like mm-hmm. that. They're a little bit thicker. Really good. And I didn't really taste a ton of pumpkin. Like I'm not a no. huge pumpkin person, so I liked it. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not one to like run out to get like a pumpkin spice latte. No, I was nervous when I read pumpkin yeah, puree. Yeah, same. And we took it and I didn't taste it at all. It was a good flavor. I yeah. liked it. The last cocktail on the menu is a tribute to Home Alone. It's called the Ah. Uh, no, and not it the Ah. Uh, the Ah. Uh, uh, yes. And it has Japanese whiskey, homemade apple cider syrup, apple brandy, some bitters, Pinot Noir, and lemon. It has Kevin's notorious screaming face carved onto like a piece of an orange. Yeah. So clever. It was really cute. You know, I love Present Company. This is really one of my go-to places whenever me and my friends are going to go out or Danielle and I want to go out. We're like, Present Company. Because the drinks are good. Yeah, it's a bar, but they also have food. And like, it's just a relaxed atmosphere. Everything is so beautifully decorated normally. But then around Christmas time, they have stockings and lights. They just... 
they really get into the festive spirit, not just with the decorations, but with the menu. Yeah, I mean, Jesse and I had a pizza and some truffle fries, and I mean, it slapped. So. It slapped. We may have finished it. It was amazing. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so Present Company is a really great option if you're looking to do something Christmassy. Because if you're going to go out and drink around the holidays, I mean, it might as well be Christmas themed, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think this is probably one of your best bets. Okay, next stop on Bayou Bar Hopping. Next spot is going to be a new spot for my Washington Heights people. Memorial Trail Ice House is now open. Number one, I love a good ice house, okay? Ice houses, they're dog friendly. There's food trucks. There's games that are on. And I am so excited because fire pits. (gasps) Do they have fire pits and ice houses now? Yes. I didn't know that. Fire pits. Heck yes. Memorial Trail. I'm so excited. And honestly, it's like right by my house. And I feel like a lot of the ice houses are probably like 15 minutes away from my house. Yeah. And so I typically don't like don't frequent them as much as other bars yeah. just because of like the Uber ride. But this is so close. And I'm like, this is down the street. Then there's not a ton of bars that are around that area. So I really feel like this is going to like just take off. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. They just opened up last week. I'm sure they're working out all their stuff and it is going to be fire. Excited to check this place. I didn't know they had fire pits at ice houses. I know, right? Yeah. New things about Texas every single day. Thank yeah. you, Danielle. You're welcome. <laughs> Not just like the, you know, the fire things. Like, what are they? The, the like heaters? the heat lamps, kind yeah, of. The heaters. Yeah, the heaters. No, like they actually have the. I'm so excited. I'm like, <laughs> they have. As my dad would say, slow down. Slow down, girlfriend. They have the fire pits. I like saw them in the pictures and stuff, and I'm super excited to check it out. I think I'm going to go there this weekend. Do they sell marshmallows with it? Because I want to make more. That'd be awesome. I need to reach out to them. Because if they don't, like, honestly, a food truck should have a pop-up because that would just be amazing. We're calling it right now. Trademark, copyright. No one can steal that. We are going to start selling s'mores. Danielle, you and I, when we get excited, we both are like, Cannot be Can stopped you guys or tell? shut up. We, someone needs to tell us to shut up. <laughs> Don't steal this idea. We're doing it. We're selling We're a have s'more like a little kit. stand. There's like five-year-olds that have like lemonade stands. Jesse and I will have a s'more. A s'more kit. But you know yes. what? There's so many different things. Have you ever made a s'more with a Reese's peanut butter I was cup? Just, I was you just get out of my brain. This is why we're friends. Yeah. This is why we're friends. Yeah. yeah. We're yep. going to do this. Yep. Just look out for it. This is our next business adventure. Hangry so, Houstonian. <laughs> I'm not a big chocolate person, but mm-hmm. when there's chocolate that incorporates peanut butter, yeah. it's a game changer. That's it. it elevates the flavor profiles. <laughs> I love that. I hate you. <laughs> The senses on my tongue is just heightened by the flavor. I can't help myself. (laughs) Okay, Grinch. (laughs) Okay, we have one more spot this week, right? Yes. Our third and final spot for the week is going to be Walking Stick Brewery. Walking Stick is so cool. They have like this industrial rustic feel to it. They have like these barrels that you're able to kind of like hang out around. Obviously, there's like a lot of seating and stuff. But when I think of a brewery, a lot of times I think of like masculine and like I am man. Give me beer. Like, you know, but like this (laughs) place, honestly, like it's pretty cute. Mm -hmm. Like there's like this like rustic Joanna Gaines kind of feel to it. It's dog friendly. It's kid friendly. There's a ton of outdoor space. Every time I've gone, I've gotten the mountain berry. So good. What is that? I forgot exactly what it's called. It's like a Sison. Yeah. I think okay. I think that's what it's called. Somebody at me, I probably pronounced <laughs> that wrong, but it's like a Sison or something, some sort of beer. Anyways, that is delicious. Also, their grapefruit IPA, real nice. And I'm not even a huge beer person, but those were two of my favorites when I went. And honestly, this place just is a good 
Sunday spot, Saturday mm. during the day. Like, this is just good social distance spot. Bring a dog, hang out, get a good brew. Food trucks are going to be out there. Like, really good spot. Let us pet your dogs while you have them there. Because that's really why we go to these outdoor places is just to stock all of y'all's dogs. Right? Is that just- Exactly. Yeah. You do yes, that too? Yes, okay. Yes. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Danielle got the most awkward question ever in her DMs the other day, and we were dying about it at dinner this week. So we figured we had to share it with y'all on the podcast. Wait till you hear what this guy said in Danielle's DMs, and then let her just explain herself. Let her explain her perfect man. You'll understand what I'm talking about coming up next. I'm sorry for what I said when I was angry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Not only are we celebrating another week down in 2020, we are celebrating one of the last weeks of 2020. Doesn't that feel good? Yes, it's amazing. 2020 (laughs) needs to end for sure. This is the second to last Saturday before the end of 2020, which is really exciting because... 2021, there's already been so many things that were looking to the light at the end of the tunnel, like the COVID vaccine is out. People are starting to feel a little bit safer, but we just like to celebrate these small victories by making a cocktail each week and just drinking as many of them as we can until we hit the bathroom floor. That was literally me last weekend. I know. So I like, as you said that, I was like, are you still going there, Jesse? Are we going there? Cool. Are you, are you really cool. going to call me out like that? Like, yes. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I was waiting. I didn't even look up. I'm like, will she catch up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I love you. Okay. Danielle, our hangry Houstonian on Instagram. She is our foodie expert. She also, little known fact, used to sell, you sell liquor, wine, both? Yes. Yeah. I sold wine and champagne for a liquor distributor. See, so it's not just all about food, people. Like, she really knows what she's talking about when it comes to booze, which is why I normally let her order my drink for me. <laughs> Danielle has found something very Christmassy, wintry this week for us to celebrate. Two more Saturdays until the end of 2020. So my cocktail this week is called the Dirty Snowman. Oh, girl, stop oh, it. He dirty. This cocktail has only a few ingredients. It has hot chocolate, Rum chata or Bailey's. I'm Ooh. more of like a Bailey's girl, yeah, but I do too. appreciate some rum chata, vanilla ice cream, semi-sweet or milk chocolate chips, and then chocolate shavings and some whipped cream for okay. garnish. There's a lot of chocolate in this and whipped cream. A lot of chocolate. Sensing yes. a lot of sugar. Once you have prepared your favorite hot chocolate recipe, just melt your chocolate chips in a bowl. Make sure that it's microwave safe. The other day, I was like about to put some plastic in a microwave. And I was like, wait a second, Danielle. Plastic does not go into a microwave. We're smarter than this. Right? (laughs) I have three college degrees. I should not be doing this. Second step is once you have that chocolate melted, dip the rim of an empty mug into the melted chocolate and then roll the rim into the chocolate shavings. So have those chocolate shavings like on the side, you know, like dip that the mug into the chocolate and get a nice like dripping around, rolled into the chocolate shavings, okay? Make sure they're, like, nice and sticked on there. And then you're going to scoop that vanilla ice cream into the mug. You probably want about, like, three scoops. Make it look like a snowman. That three (gasps) scoop, right? Exactly. That's where we get the dirty snowman. And then you're going to add two ounces of rum chata or Bailey's into the mug. And then you're going to fill the mug with the hot chocolate of your choice and then top with the whipped cream and then add additional chocolate shavings. And you know what they say, like less is more. They lying. Put more. (laughs) Put more and then drink all the things. Drink it up and then eat what you can. 
This has been my favorite, I have to say, time of the year for cocktail of the week because they're so sugary. Oh, I know. Now, even though this is alcoholic, you say we put it in a mug? Yeah, put it in a mug. I mean, honestly, whatever kind of vessel you want for your snowman to be seen. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to put it in a flower vase so I can drink more, but I'll just tell people I had one glass. I only had one glass. What are you talking about? You know those, like, pitchers where it's like, like, sangria will go into it and, like, you, like, yeah, yeah. has, like, the spout or whatever, just, like, massive pints of ice cream and you're just dumping right? it in. But you can tell people. Live your I best life, okay, guys? only had one. Live your best life. No one's judging you. Daniel, I did something kind of fun this weekend that I wanted to mention to you because I think this is a really fun idea for people who are getting together with their friends for the holidays. And it reminded me when you were talking about rum chata earlier. My friends and I went out to the bar. We went to Little Woodrow's. We all met. And instead of doing a Secret Santa white elephant gift exchange, we did a shot exchange. Oh, that's fun. Right? So everyone went up to the bar and ordered a different shot. And I just looked them up online. There was like Drunken Santa or something. It's like peppermint schnapps uh-huh. and grenadine. There were so many of them, honestly. There's a cinnamon toast crunch shop, but they all had to be kind of like Christmassy related. And we just all put them in the center, but there were so many. Everyone chose a rum chata shot, which is what reminded me of this. But it was so fun, and it was such a cool thing to do with your friends. We had a really good time doing it together, but it was so much cheaper than doing a gift exchange. Yeah. I mean, those gift exchanges, like who needs another pair of socks? Might as well like get a, a shot that's six bucks and like have a little fun. Exactly. And you know, no matter what price limit you put on it, someone's going to go over it and it always right, ends exactly. up being kind of like not fair. So this was something that we had so much fun doing and everyone got to do one steal, you know, the game where everyone picks yes. one and then you can steal a shot. We did that. Super fun. I would recommend trying that with your friends because if you're looking for something fun to do this holiday season, that is it. We do an ornament exchange. My sorority sisters, Aww. we do an annual ornament exchange, which is always really, really fun. Wait, I love that idea. Yeah. That's so cute. If you guys have any ideas for exchanges, cocktail of the week, anything you want us to check out or talk about on the show, please let us know. Our Instagram DMs are literally always open. Danielle lives and breathes and dies on Instagram. Yeah, my family's <laughs> like... You- Get the phone out of your hand. You're like, this is my job, people. J-O-B. She's at Hangry Houstonian on Instagram, and I am at jessiewatt965. So please send us a message. We always check our Instagrams and just whatever you want to hear about. Slide into those DMs. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle and I were talking last week when we went out to Present Company, and we were scrolling through her DMs. And this is how I know it's cuffing season, because she read me this DM, and I was dying laughing. So, Danielle, you and I always kind of mention on the show, we make fun of that. You are always like, oh, I'm going to download Hinge. Or I was on Hinge all the time, right? Yeah, like I'll download Hinge for three days and then I'm like, I'm bored. There's no one here. Like, no, we're done here. But it's just fun to go through and swipe. Yeah, definitely. So we we always talk about that. There was like one or two people that were in her DMs mentioning, like, y'all always talk about how Danielle is on Hinge and I can't find her. And I have news for you. If you can't find Danielle on Hinge, either you're not on Hinge on the one or two days she has it downloaded, (laughs) or she ain't swiping on you. Then they're like, oh, okay, so, like, what's what's her type then? Because I'm thinking, like, I don't know, if Danielle's not swiping on you and you can't find her, you're just probably not Hangry's type. So... That it brings up the question, Danielle. If people are trying to find you on Hinge, who are you swiping on? Like, what's your type? Oh, Jesse, way to put me on the spot. Like, I know. This is like, I mean. But you have a type. Everyone has a type. And clearly there's a demand to bring you out on a date. So yeah. let's just get it out there and see if these boys that are listening, 
meet the qualifications, ladies. If you have a single friend, <laughs> send it to Danielle. So I will say, first and foremost, like, I'm 5'10". Okay, you know, I, I've got to be with somebody that has some height to them. Yep. Call me superficial. I, I really don't care, like, other looks and stuff. Like, that doesn't matter that yeah. much to me as much as, like, I just like a height difference and stuff. Right. Like, I want to feel small when I'm next to you kind of thing. Even when you're wearing heels. Right, exactly. Or, you know, even if I'm in heels and, like, I'm, like, eye to eye with you, like, that's okay. Fine, yeah. But, like, if I'm taller than you, like, I don't know. It's just it's it's just a thing for me. So, basically, we're saying the height requirement is what? Like, 5'8"? Five 5'8"? Eight? Five eight? Isn't that what you said how tall you were? No, I'm 5'10". You're 5'10"? Yes, sis. I'm 5'10". Oh my my height requirement's like cut off 6'1". Oh, my God. Okay, so 6'1", gentlemen, or if you're listening. So, yeah. I mean, like, that's a thing. But then also, I definitely, like, if a guy's taking selfies, number one, can't do it. Like, I look for men that are, like, my friends and guys that I've been around in my life. And, like, if my brother took a selfie, I'd be like, what? Like, who are you? Like, okay, so we're not into guys that take selfies. No. Do you think it just makes them seem superficial, like they're into themselves? Yes, like they're super into themselves. Like if a guy is like taking a shirtless selfie at like the gym, like not a chance. Not, not a chance. I don't care if you are the hottest thing I've ever seen. Not a chance. I probably sound like a total crazy girl right now. Danielle, there are so many people out there in your DMs that are like waiting to hear what your type is because they want to match with you on Hinge. So we're just giving them what they want. Honestly, like I like guys that are like quiet. I am not into the party scene guys. Like I'm not into guys that are really like showy and stuff. I like guys that are typically into like their business and would rather spend time doing like reading and working on their business goals instead of like going to clubs and buying bottle service a guy that's doing that at like 30 years old like no you you do not have my attention sorry like we're past that well gentlemen there you have it <laughs> if you're I looking like for her on hinge and like you nerds. are not six foot tall that's why you are not finding danielle and you are not matching <laughs> literally just like quiet nerds <laughs> quiet sweet nerds all right danielle we're coming up on the end of the show which means we need to spend the last couple minutes giving out all the addresses that we talked about today so that way y'all know where to find these places especially whoville i'm excited about that one so on date night spots this week. Our first spot was 1-5th at 1658 Westheimer. Second spot was Georgia James at 1100 Westheimer. And then our third spot was King Ranch Texas Kitchen at 1605 Post Oak. Nice, nice. Okay, then we actually had Sherry on the phone, who was the co-creator of Whoville in downtown Houston. Where is that at? Whoville at 511 Rusk Street. There's a parking garage. Parking garage one is the parking garage you'll want to go into. Once you get into the parking garage, there will be signs that say Whoville in there. Yeah. But know that you will have to pay for parking. Yeah, I think it was like $12 or something for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, I mean, crazy. And then we went Bayou Bar Hopping. First spot was present company with all of our festive fun drinks at 1318 Westheimer. Second spot was Memorial Trail Ice House, the new ice house off Washington at 6202 Washington. Our third spot was Walking Stick Brewery at 956 Jude Way. Well, that is all the time we have for this week, y'all. We only have two weeks left in 2020, six days until Christmas. We are so excited and we hope you have so much 
fun time to spend with your family and that you are trying out our cocktail of the week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Hangry Houstonian and JesseWatt965. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Miss anything on today's show? You can always check out the podcast on the Radio.com app. Download the app and favorite CBS Sports Radio 650.